Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for joining us on USA Global TV. I am Ricky McKenna, and this is the United Kitchens. Welcome to my kitchen. And today, we are going to fix something very quick and easy to do, a very hearty, yummy soup, especially for the season since it is pumpkin and black bean soup. It's vegetable pumpkin black bean soup. And so without any further ado, I am, as I said, Ricky McKenna. I'm a nutritionist and a chef and an author. And my book is behind me. You can see it. It is, Yes, You Can Eat Well and Eat Right. And this is not one of the recipes that's in here, but there are about 30 recipes in here for you to take advantage of. And it can be found on Amazon. And if you'd like the spiral version, which is really the best because it opens up easily for you to, <clears throat> pardon me, to use it, then please get in touch with me at either rickyskitchen.net or send me a text on 970-618. 7607. And so, with no further ado, we'll get right into the soup. Uh, this morning, throat. Okay, a little bit of water in my cup. We're going to take some olive oil, probably about a, yeah, about a tablespoon, and turn my pot onto low, medium low. Um, and I'm using a six or eight cup pot because I want room in there for the soup to brew. So the first thing we're going to do is add some green onions, both the white and the green part, but I want you to take um, at least, oh, maybe a couple of tablespoons of the green parts and cut them in diagonals like this. Let's see if you can see what we're doing here. So we have them for garnish later. Because when we serve the soup, as you can see, we will have some garnish. Here it is. We'll just keep that ready. And then we're going to take the rest of it and just chop it up, kind of roughly, both the green and the white parts, and put those in the pot along with our olive oil to get our soup started. The one reason, well, one of the reasons that I love this soup is that it's quick and easy. And today I'm also going to give you a little, um, some information on why you can use certain canned vegetables. There we go. And do things very quickly. It's the kind of thing that when you get home from work or wherever and you want to prepare a meal that's really hearty and from scratch, basically, that you can do that very easily using both canned and fresh vegetables. So as you can see, I've got a fresh red pepper here. It's a bell pepper, which I have washed. 
And I've just taken the seeds out. I'm going to cut that up kind of roughly, just kind of bite-sized pieces. And add it to this, the uh, green onions. And I had an interesting question the other day about what's the difference between green onions and scallions? Well, basically, there is none. They're almost, they're exactly the same, basically. You'll find some scallions or green onions that have larger bulbs on the ends of their skinny little uh, stems, but they're still green onions, and they still have the same, basically the same amount of good nutrients in them, minerals and vitamins that are good for you. So you can use either scallions or green onions, whatever your terminology is. Right now we're going to add the green, the red pepper. If you prefer green pepper, please use that. It's your choice of which colors the bell pepper you like. There's also yellow and orange. So we're going to put those in, stir them around, and get the olive oil moving. I'm going to turn it up to medium so it starts to cook a little more. And just because I happen to like green beans, we're going to add a handful of fresh green beans. As I said, we're going to do a combination of fresh and canned vegetables. So I'm cutting the green beans into bite-sized pieces. I've got about almost a cup. And we'll just toss those in the pot. As I said, this is very, very easy to do. Okay. Now, I only added about three-fourths of what the recipe called for as far as the green onions or scallions. So I have part of a leek. And I'm going to slice that one down the middle. And I'm going to slice the half rounds. And we're going to throw those in the pot as well because I love the flavors of the leeks and the onions combined. And with the rest of the ingredients, it's a wonderful vegetable to put in there. You can use the whole thing if you like. I'm just going to use part of it. It amounts to, again, almost a cup. And as you'll see, this is going to be a very thick and hearty soup. Let's get the rest of our leek in there. And give it a stir. So, so far, all I have in there is the olive oil, the green onions, the leek, and the pepper. So we're going to add, I have a monster piece of garlic that we're going to add along with another fairly large clove. You can add as much or as little as you like, depending on your taste buds and how much you love garlic. And I'm just going to chop it up roughly. And then we'll put it in there to saute along with the vegetables. And basically, we're going to kind of caramelize the vegetables, which is, will bring out the sweetness and the flavors in them. That is a big clove of garlic. Okay. And we'll just chop that up a little bit more. You can use a, um, a garlic press if you like and mince it. I like my garlic in little pieces. It just gives it a little more flavor. So there we have about three or four cloves of garlic, almost two tablespoons full. And so we feed the pot. And I'm going to stir that up. And let you see what that looks like. So you know we're putting all the goodies. 
Let me see if I can do this right. There we go. Now you can see that we've got all the veggies in there and there's just a little bit of oil in the bottom, so we want to coat everything with the oil and circulate the vegetables. And ooh, that's starting to smell good. Get them all in the pot. There we go. Ooh, ooh that was a piece of garlic. Ooh, yummy. Okay, and we're back here where we're going to use a pan of black beans and they're organic black beans. And one thing I want to let you know about, fresh, of course, is always best. But then if you can't do fresh or if you prefer you're in a hurry, your best bet would be an organic can of um, already cooked black beans. And also we have some fire roasted tomatoes. And tomatoes are one of the best things to buy in cans because usually their can is their ripest, um, most flavorful kind. So that's one of the good reasons for using canned tomatoes. I'm going to take this can and I'm going to run it through a strainer, take the beans, and rinse it carefully. And we take a little bit of the starch out. That's really about all of these. You can do it, of course, until it runs clear. But I do want a little bit of the starch in there because it gives you energy. And there go our beans. So we'll mix those in. And no, we haven't put any liquid in yet because we want the vegetables to start cooking and bring out their sweetness and flavor. So we've got all those good yummy vegetables in there. And if you like, you can double the amount of black beans in there, which would of course double the amount of protein. So the next thing we're gonna put in, which will give it some liquid, is our pan and fire roasted diced tomatoes. You can cook this with or without the fire roasted tomatoes, um, or you can use just plain diced tomatoes. So that's your choice there. But here comes the liquid. We'll just let this cook for another couple of seconds. Good. You can tell it's ready to put the, the liquid in when the onions and the leeks start to get transparent or translucent, as it were. Now I'm going to pour in my tomatoes. Make sure I get them all out of that pan. And I'm going to turn my heat up a little bit to medium high and mix that around. There we go. Okay. And now I'm going to take my can and I'm going to fill it with some hot filtered water because I'm going to add another can of water to our liquid, but I'm going to let it wait a minute. And first we'll put in the pumpkin. And be careful when you pick up the can because usually pouring boiling water into it makes it hot. So I'm going to take it over here and get it ready. 
And I'll let you see, we're already starting to bubble in there. The liquid that's in there is doing its job. So let me see if we get the right camera. Here we go. You can see it's starting to bubble. So I'm going to mix it around a little bit more. Circulate all the veggies. And actually, I think, whoop, those fire-roasted tomatoes actually have some of their own garlic in them. So this is going to be a really tasty garlicy soup. And what I'm going to do now is take a little bit of, you can use, to keep this totally vegan, you could, of course, you can use vegetable juice. But what I'm going to use now is chicken broth, because we like the chicken broth in here. And I'm going to take about a teaspoon of it, which is equivalent to a cup, and put it in with the hot water that we have over here. And let it begin to dissolve. And I'm going to turn my soup down a little bit so it stops boiling and turn it down to a high simmer. So you have your choice. You can keep it completely vegan using the vegetable, either bouillon or base, or you can use um, a chicken broth. It gives it an entirely different flavor if you use a beef broth, and I would prefer the lightness because of the vegetables in here and the pumpkin to use just the chicken broth. And now I've got my can of organic pumpkin. And it's not pumpkin pie. It is, um, it's actually pumpkin. <laughs> so I'm going to spoon that in carefully all around. And I'm using a spatula so I can get it all off the can and get every bit of this wonderful pumpkin in here. Now, last time I made this soup, I actually took one of my stuffed pumpkins that we had done on another show. And I further cooked the pumpkin a little, just a little bit and then took my blender, my immersion blender, and as you would for sweet potatoes or to blend something like this, I blended this, the uh, pumpkin directly from the actual pumpkin, which is what you can do if you've got leftover pumpkins or you go buy some new fresh pumpkins and cook them. They do need to bake for at least an hour at about 400 degrees. And then you can use the actual pumpkin. And since I hate waste, I took my little pumpkin and having finished <clears throat> with the stuffing, one of them was stuffed with ground pork and sage and a number of different other goodies, seasonings and so forth. And one was stuffed with applesauce. So I took the one that had been stuffed with the ground pork and used just the pumpkin, which had the flavors, and I made some pumpkin spice muffins. And my company thoroughly enjoyed them. So now we're going to add that water because I'll let you see it in a second. I'm going to get in here and make sure we get the, the bouillon out. Now it's beginning to look like soup. We'll take a look at that. 
and we're not through adding goodies yet, but I want you to see how it looks. The pumpkin, of course, makes it smooth. You can see it's getting really thick. It's almost like stew. And as a matter of fact, you could probably serve it as stew. There we go. So we have all our goodies ingredients in there. And as I said, if you like, you can add an additional can of the black beans or another kind of beans. But I prefer the black beans. I love the nutrition in the black beans as well as the flavor. So we're going to bring that back up to a simmer. And this time I'm going to add a little bit of thyme. Maybe a oh, teaspoon. Let's see. The actual recipe calls for half a teaspoon, but I really love the flavor that the thyme gives to the, the soup or almost anything that you put it in. So I'm going to remove the shaker top carefully and put in about a tablespoon of thyme. And since I don't have my measurement out, I'm going to use the top of my thyme jar and measure out about a tablespoon. Uh, almost. Okay, we'll put that back a little bit. And then, after I put this back, because we don't want to lose those, they tend to get lost somewhere in the kitchen sometimes. Then I'm going to take some cumin. And I'm going to use about the same amount. Actually, I'm going to use my tablespoon here. It actually calls for about a teaspoon and a half. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm going to use a tablespoon because I do like the flavor of the cumin. And we've got about a little bit more in there, which I'm going to mix right in there. Mix up my thyme and the cumin and everything else in there. There we go. Now it's coming off the spoon. Yeah. There. And basically, there's our soup. What I will do is possibly add a little bit more water. And because it is quite thick, as I said, it's almost like stew. And here's what it looks like when you serve it up. It's in a glass cup. And I've added some black bean chips to go along with it. And then I will take a few of my cut up scallion tops and just garnish it. And there we have it. But what I want to do is also enter in uh, a little bit more fresh parsley. You could use parsley or especially with these ingredients, you could use fresh cilantro. So I'm going to chop up my parsley and get that ready. And I can hear it boiling. We'll go over there in a second so you can see the rest of it. And of course, we have the stems here from the organic parsley. And please don't throw them out. Put them in a smoothie. We'll just save those for later to go into a smoothie. So let's go over and see how our soup is looking. As I said, it's a really quick and easy recipe. I'm going to take about a tablespoon of the parsley and dribble it in there and mix it up. Turn it down a little because I'd rather have it simmer. There we go. So I've got it on low now, and I'm going to cover it, because covering it will, of course, help it to form more juices with the condensation, and that's what we want. 
And then you'll have your choice of either adding more water or serving it thick and delicious as it is. So, there we have it. And I'm going to taste this because I didn't give it the taste test earlier. So I'm going to do that now. And as I said earlier, I believe I said you have a choice of using either the fire roasted tomatoes, the diced tomatoes, or just plain diced tomatoes. You can use the low salt version if you're concerned about your salt consumption. And it's up to you. So I like the intuitive part of it. And the taste will be, of course, different. And now adding the thyme into the roasted tomatoes, as well as the cumin, will give it almost a little Mexican flavor, if you will. Mm. Another addition to this soup, if you have a can of organic corn, I would put in about half a cup. Or if it's a small cam, that would be fine. But this is the way your soup comes out, and it's almost, gosh, it's, it's, it's not even 20 minutes. So today we've learned that you can substitute for or add to, if you're using green onions or scallions, you can also add some leeks into the soup. Gives it a little different flavor. You can add red, yellow, orange or green pepper, depending on your preference. Um, we can make it totally vegan by using a veggie broth or a mushroom-based broth. So there, there's got choices all over the board here. The other part is I did not add any salt, if you notice. Now, I'm going to taste that one. This one, um, I didn't add the salt to because there is salt in all of the vegetables that you're using. And the fire roasting also brings out the caramelizing of it, kind of brings out the sweetness. So you may want to either keep the sweetness in the soup or add a little bit of salt and give it a little bit more of a savory flavor. So I'm going to take my spoon over here. Wow, we're simmering nicely. I'm going to mix it up a little bit and let's see what happens. Okay. I'm going to let that cool down a little bit because it is boiling. Actually, it's simmering. And give it a taste and see how different this one is. Mmm. This one has a little more of a smoky flavor simply because we did use the fire roasted tomatoes. This one has just the plain diced tomatoes in it, so it has a little different flavor. So depending on your preference, there's another of your choices. Mm -hmm. This would be interesting, served with something like um, a French bread or even your you know, tortilla chips are great because they are salty. They'll add the salt. And it is a nice, thick, rich, warm winter soup. And so I'm going to add a little parsley to this one. And let's see what else we can do here. I've got a good couple of quarts, at least a quart and a half of soup here, using all the ingredients that we did. And let me let you see how this looks before it's mixed. Because you'll see that the liquid comes up to the top and it 
kind of almost deceptive because it looks more liquidy. As you can see, there's lots of liquid here. But the minute you mix it, up comes all that thick richness from the pumpkin. And so you have your choice. I would let this cook about another 10 minutes. And then it is absolutely ready to serve. And again, you can serve it with just the parsley in it. Or you can add your cilantro to serve. And add some either black bean tortilla chips or it will be wonderful with an egg, let's say a French bread that's just sliced the long way so that you can dip into the soup. And it really makes it a very hearty meal. I would add a green salad or even a, um, a slaw would go well with this kind of soup. Um, and you can also freeze it. That's another thing with this. It, it is um, an excellent soup as far as being able to make it ahead of time. If you're not in a hurry and making it now and you want to have it, let's say, for company the next day or the following week for a party or whatever the occasion is, it will freeze beautifully. And again, if you're freezing it in a glass jar, make sure to leave at least an inch and a half to two inches on top before you put the top on so that it has room to expand. And um, let's see, a couple of other little thoughts about it. The garlic, fresh garlic is always best as far as I'm concerned. If you're really in a hurry, you don't want to bother chopping garlic, use your granulated or your powdered garlic. That's fine. Um, and of course, besides the cumin and thyme, which is an interesting combination when you think about it, um, you could use something like a little bit of ginger, maybe. Possibly. I would go more into things like, um, actually, I think that the... Um, the curries or the uh, Indian type spices are a little bit too much for this. I would go more into the South American or Hispanic spices for this. So there you have it. And if you want to get in touch with me and pick up the book or just chat, send me a text uh, at 970-618-7607. And my website is rickyskitchen.net. And I believe it's there on the screen. Let's see. There we go. Yes. It's rickyskitchen.net. And send me a chat. Send me some of your information, some of your ideas for your recipe, what you've done. Let me know how you enjoy the recipe, how you've changed it. That's another thing about the book, actually. The book has some blank pages in it so that when you're following a recipe, if you want to substitute something, feel free to do that. If you're gluten-free, there's some recipes in there. This is a gluten-free and can be a totally vegan um, recipe as well. So here's to you. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you very much, and join us again next Friday on USA Global TV. United Kitchens. Blessings. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much. Cheers.